1: Hey, good afternoon and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gino Geraci. So glad you could join me on the program Crosswalk with Gino Geraci. It is, of course, the program that where we typically take your calls and answer your questions about the things you care the most about, uh, questions about God, questions about... The Historical Jesus, questions about the Bible. We talk about worldviews. We talk about world religions. We talk about the past, which includes the subject of history. And we talk about prophecy, which is the subject of the future. And so if you would like to join me on the program, it's 303-873-1935. 303-873-1935. And, of course, producer Jim will um, ask you what your question is. And we will make every effort to get your question on the program three zero three eight seven three nineteen thirty five Just a couple of things in the news. Many of you already know that um Ron DeSantis has withdrawn from the Republican race. he ends his presidential campaign. he told his followers that he saw no clear path to victory and um he also endorsed president former president Donald J Trump so 3038731935 also the houthi's are in the news and you may not know very much about these houthi rebels in Yemen but if you are even modestly acquainted with middle eastern geography Yemen is that tiny strip of land? Well, it's not a tiny strip, it's actually a fairly significant strip of the Saudi Arabian Peninsula. So um, there are several things about the Houthis that you probably need to know, and I am going to uh, share a little bit about some just the basics of of who the Houthis are and why they are important about and what you need to know about this ter- terrorist group. Now, during the President Trump administration, they were labeled a terrorist group, rightly. They were taken off the terrorist watch the, the list um, during the Biden administration and only recently put back on. So the Houthis um are a group that is relatively new in the sense of their relationship to um to fanaticism. So today's Houthis they follow a fanatical branch of Islam. They are not like the uh the um there's a, there's a group in Iran that believe in the coming of the Mahdi and and the 12th Imam. So they're not that group. But the Houthis, let me just be blunt, they're a tribe in Yemen, and uh, the official name of the Houthi movement is Ansar Allah, which means the supporters of God. So there are two main branches of Islam many of you know. Sunni Islam, which has the greater number of followers worldwide, including in Yemen, and Shiite Islam. So the Houthis are a branch or a part of the Shiite group, but they are not what you would call mainstream Shiites. But uh, Zadia. Now, Zadia are those who revere somebody named Zaid bin Ali, who was an 8th century Muslim leader, uh, a martyr who is admired as representing a sort of pure form of Islamic rule. So uh, so Houthis, like other Zadiyah, have traditionally viewed rooting out political corruption as a key priority. So from their perspective... Many of the Muslim groups are what, from using Christian terms, we would think of them in, in terms of apostates. So, again, if you want to join me on the program, it's 303-873-1935. So Houthis um, were a part of a complex power struggle for hundreds of years. After World War One and the disintegration of the former Ottoman Empire. Between 1918 and 1962, Houthis ruled northern Yemen before losing power to the Egyptian-backed Sunni revolution. And then they gained greater cohesion. They earned the nickname Houthis because uh, they were led by a pro-Iranian politician named Hussein al-Houthi. So this is why they're called Houthis. And he wanted to build a political movement modeled both religiously and ideologically on Iran, so the way Iran does business. So a protege of Iran's Shiite theocrats, al-Houthi, was bitterly opposed to Yemen's longtime and broadly pro-American leader a guy named Ali Abdullah Salah. So after al-Houthi was assassinated on Salah's order orders in 2004 this present-day Houthi group renamed their movement the Houthis. So this is the group that uh, the United States and Britain and other countries are dealing with because they're lobbying missiles um, at ships, interrupting the shipping lanes. So a person on Fox News today, I think, rightly characterized the Houthis. In American terms, they said, imagine a motorcycle gang um, that gets to be in charge. And so that's the way... (laughs) The uh, <laughs> That's the way the Fox News correspondent characterized the Houthis. So, what do you need to know about the Houthis? Well, I'll have some more about that when we come back. But the number is 303 873 1935. That's the number if you want to join me on the program. One of the things there is that the Houthis are also committed to fighting the Jews. They're Committed to fighting the United States of America, and they're committed to fighting Israel, and so um, I'll have more. But also today is like um, not national right to life. We they, they had the right to life march, but it's the um, anniversary, if you will, today of the Roe v. Wade decision and which was made in January 22nd, 1973. And so it was this date in history, 50 years ago, that that the United States Supreme Court allowed abortion in all nine months of pregnancy. And 23 years later, Norma McCorvey, who was the Jane Roe, In the Roe v. Wade suit was interviewed by USA Today, and she stated that once while employed at a clinic, an abortion clinic, when no one was in, she said, I went into the procedure room and laid down on the table trying to imagine what it's like to have an abortion. She said, I broke down and cried on ABC's World News Tonight. Norma, Norma McCorvey said, quote, I think abortion's wrong. I think what I did with Roe v. Wade was wrong. And so, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. It's gone back to the states. But abortion on demand is alive and fatal in all 50 states. This is Gino Jaracy. Hey, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gino Geraci. So glad you could join me on the program. The number is 303-873-1935 if you want to join me on the program. On this Monday, January 22nd, 303-873-1935. I was talking a little bit about the Hooties. These are a group of uh, people uh, who basically control um parts of Yemen and you you hear about them in the news but you may or may not understand their relationship to islam in a more broader sense religiously and ideologically they are aligned with iran and of course the the group is named after a person, al-Houthi, who was bitterly opposed to Yemen's longtime and broadly pro-American leader Ali Abdullah Saleh, And so al-Houthi was assassinated on al Saleh's orders in 2004. And so the present-day Houthi group renamed their movement the Houthis. And so what what do the Houthis really believe? Well, the Houthis are committed to fighting Jews, the United States, and Israel. And in 2003, in the aftermath of the United States invasion of Iraq, the Houthis became even more radical, and they began comparing themselves to Hezbollah, which is Iran's proxy army in Lebanon, and they built up their military arsenals with Iranian support. So imagine a motorcycle gang that is given RPGs and rockets and military equipment by Iran. And so they also uh, started to call themselves, like I said, Ansar Allah, which means God's supporters. They see themselves as a holy, divinely appointed army. So they're a religious group, and they identify religiously as Islam. And so their rallying cry is a cry that you've heard from Hezbollah, that you've heard from Hamas, that you've heard from Iran. Um, their war cry is, God is great, death to the United States, death to Israel, curse the Jews, and victory for Islam. So imagine that's their slogan. So, Producer Jim, a slogan, of course, is what you identify with. So um, think Colonel Sanders we do chicken, and we do chicken right. Uh, think Burger King. Have it your way at Burger King. Think Hooties. God is great. Death to the United States. Death to Israel. Curse the Jews. And victory for Islam. So on January 17th, a few days ago, the United States returned Ansar Allah to the country's terrorist list. They, they were off the list, largely due to the current administration. They were put on timeout and now they're back on the list. So the Houthis largely rule Yemen today. So the Houthis, in addition to other opposition forces in Yemen, attacked Sana's government in 2011 And um, so when you're thinking about the Houthis, they control Yemen. And you may or may not be aware of Yemen's civil war, which has been a humanitarian disaster. Now, you can imagine the incredible amount of focus, and rightly so, that's been put on the Israel-Hamas war. And, of course, it's really important to the United States of America, but very little attention was paid to Yemen's civil war. Before the United Nations declared Gaza the worst ever humanitarian disaster, well, it was routinely applied to Yemen under Houthi control. Over 370,000 Yemenis died between 2015 and 2022, but you you probably didn't know that. And, of course, uh, a number that's likely even higher today, Houthis have mined the Red Sea, preventing fishing, stealing food aid, and so the financial system in the country has largely collapsed, but... I'll have more about that. 303 873 1935.
0: 303 1935. Let's see who's up. Peggy,
1: welcome to the program. Thank you. You're welcome. I have
0: a good question. Okay, I'm great. Talking,
1: there's several places in the Bible, and I just need one, where it says, if you want to go to heaven, You have to believe that Jesus was crucified for our sins. You have to truly be sorry and ask forgiveness for your sins. And you have to want Jesus to be your Savior. Do you know where that's located? Sure. There's several places where that's located. And so it begins probably with the idea that you're a sinner, and that you need a savior. And so when the Bible uses that term savior or salvation, it can re- refer to a physical deliverance, but it, it can also refer to a spiritual deliverance. And so in Acts chapter 16, um, you'll remember when Pete, Paul and his companion was thrown into jail in in a prison in Philippi, They brought them out and said, sirs, what must we do to be saved? Your question. And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Believe in the Lord Jesus. So what does that mean to believe in the Lord Jesus? Well, the word is a word that means not just simply acknowledge with your mind, like I believe that... Joe Biden is the president of the United States, or I believe that Lucille Ball was, you know, the star of I Love Lucy. It means to know personally and to believe individually. So the word itself means to trust and rely and to cling to. And and so it also means you have to understand what you're being saved from You're being saved from the wrath of God. That's God's judgment for your sin. In Romans chapter 5, verse 9, it says, Since therefore we have been justified by his blood, speaking of the sacrifice of Jesus, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Well, what do you mean the wrath of God? You mean God is angry with sin? Yeah, the answer is yes. And so according to the Bible our sin has separated us from God. And that's found in Romans chapter 6, verse 23. In Romans 6:23 it says for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so one of the most powerful powerful passages is found in John chapter 5 verse 24. And so in John chapter 5, verse 24, listen carefully to this. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, this is Jesus speaking. Okay. Okay. Jesus is speaking. And he says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word, it doesn't say words. It says word, which means everything that he has to say and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into judgment, but is passed from death into life. And so imagine in John five twenty four, where it says, most assuredly. In the original language, it says, verily, verily, or truly, truly. It's an idiomatic expression that means, what I'm about to say to you is true. Now, that doesn't mean what other things that Jesus said isn't true, but what he's saying is, I want to draw... Special attention to what I'm about to say. He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me. That means you believe God sent Jesus. And look what it says. Has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but is passed from death into life. So do you believe that? Do you believe that the father sent the son? Yeah. Well, then that means you're saved. And that you won't come into judgment. But you've passed from death into life because you've trusted Jesus. Okay, well, thank you. Isn't that interesting? It is. And it's very sharing. Hey, thank you for your call. This is Gino Geraci, 303 873 1935. I like talking about salvation more than I like talking about hooties. But I'm going to come back to the subject when we come back. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I've been talking a little bit about the hooties doing a sort of in-service to try and help you understand who the hooties are and why they hate us so much. Um, like I said, their rallying cry is, God is great. Death to the United States, death to Israel, curse the Jews, and victory for Islam. So these are the things people are, are saying, okay, well, why why are they lobbing rockets at us? Well, because they hate you, they hate Israel, and they want to curse the Jews. So the Houthis largely rule Yemen today, and they are backed and sponsored by Iran. Now, I want to get back to the subject of salvation because it's a way more fun subject for me than this horrible subject of of, um, the conflict. And, And people are rightly concerned about expanding the war in the Middle East. I have no desire to expand the war in the Middle East. But Yemen has been a problem for a very long time. And I pointed out to you that. Yemen has experienced a civil war between 2015 and 2022. How many people died under Houthi rule? Well, 370,000 Yemenis died. Now, that number is probably higher today because I have last year's information. Houthis mine the Red Sea, like I said, prevent fishing. They steal food aid from um, United Nations and other uh, government-sponsored food relief programs. The financial system is largely collapsed. In 2021, the United Nations report called Yemen the worst the world's worst humanitarian crisis. Now, again, uh, the United Nations have have sort of focused on three places that's the world's worst humanitarian crisis. One is Yemen, one is Lebanon, and, of course, now Gaza. They reported that nearly 80% of more than the 24 million people who live in Yemen require humanitarian assistance. And that more than 13 million are in danger of starving to death. Over half of the Yemenis, it was estimated, were at risk for starvation. But this isn't part of the news that you're going to get on ABC, NBC, and CBS. This isn't going to be on Fox News. This isn't going to be on CNBC. There is a disaster happening over there. Now, again, it is true that the United States and Britain have targeted the Houthi rebels. And under the pretext, if you want to, and it's not really a pretext, it's the truth. The truth is the Houthis are making it impossible for world trade, global trade to continue in the Red Sea. And I'll, I'll talk more about that. But I want to talk about salvation. Now. The Houthis. Like I said. Largely rule Yemen. They're committed to fighting Jews. The United States and Israel. They engage in torture. And slavery. This isn't according to Gino Geraci. This is a 2018 United Nations report that painted this bleak picture of life under Houthi rule, as well as under the rule of the other warring factions vying for power in Yemen. This, according to the United Nations, this is from a panel of experts on Yemen, mandated by the Security Council Resolution 2342, this is 2017, addressed to the president of the Security Council, quote, The government of Yemen, the United Arab Emirates, and Houthi Salah forces have all engaged in arbitrary arrests and detentions, carried out enforced disappearances, and committed torture. The Houthis have summarily executed individuals, detained individuals solely for political or economic reasons, and systematically destroyed the homes of their perceived enemies. The Houthis are also routinely obstructing humanitarian access and the distribution of aid. According to the United States Department, the U.S. State Department, it recorded similar horrors in the 2022 report, citing a Yemeni organization that documented. 17,638 cases of torture in Houthi prisons between 2015 and 2021, including the mistreatment of 587 children, 150 women, 178 prisoners, including 10 children who were tortured to death by the Houthis. So the State Department estimates that over 3%, listen carefully, 3% 3% of every human being who lives in Yemen is a slave. A slave. S-L-A-V-E, slave. Like, like a real slave. Now, Yemen abolished slavery. 60 years ago did you do you realize that Yemen did not legally constitutionally according to their law outlaw slavery until the 1960s but they've reengaged it Houthis engage in slavery in a number of different ways most notably by forcing men from the dark skinned muamashin minority to fight for them and then kill those who refuse to fight for them. So what are women's rights like in Houthi? Non-existent. Houthis persecuted Yemen's Jews and literally forced all of them out. Intense anti-Semitism. Most of Yemen's approximately 50,000-strong Jewish community were airlifted to the state of Israel in an ambitious mission called Operation Magic Carpet in 1949. The hundreds of Jews who remained behind faced ever-increasing anti-Semitism from Yemeni groups, including the Houthis. When they took over the territory, Houthis harassed Jews, forced them from their homes, where they'd lived for literally generations. By the way, Yemen's Jewish community has its origins in biblical times. A Yemenite rabbi named Yaha Yusuf Mosa spoke with the Jerusalem Post in 2013 from a compound in Sana'a, where he and other Yemeni Jews were confined after Houthi fighters forced them out of the city of Radha. In 2011, Houthis told a leader of Yemenite Jews that all Jews remaining in Yemen would either have to convert to Islam or flee the country. Virtually every last remaining Yemeni Jew listened to the Houthi terrorists and they fled for their life. Tragically, one Jew is currently being held hostage and tortured by the Yemenis right at this very moment. So, they're well-funded. Where do they get all their dough? Where do they get all of their dinars? In December 2023, the United States announced sanctions on 13 individuals and companies, which they estimate helped Iran funnel tens of millions of dollars to the Houthis each year. So think about how much money this administration and previous United States administrations have paid Iran. It's in the billions. It's in... It's in the scores of billions of dollars. And where did they send the money? To fund the rebels in Yemen. To fund Hezbollah in Lebanon. To fund the Syrian brigade in Syria. And to fund Hamas in Gaza. 303-873-1935 is my number. Well, thank God... It's starting to warm up. That cold weather just wreaks havoc on my joints, but we thank God for QC Kinetics. That's right. I don't know if you've made the decision just yet to make an appointment with QC Kinetics, but now is probably the best time to do it. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or your shoulder. You can call QC Kinetics right now. It is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. Your body has what it needs to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue, and QC Kinetics utilizes revolutionary technology. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Guess what? The future of pain treatments has arrived and QC has tens of thousands of satisfied patients all over America. People with back pain, hip pain, joint pain, any kind of pain associated with arthritis or injury. It's not even a superficial kind of um, treatment. It's not a band-aid. It's revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again. So Guess what? This is probably the best time for you to fight back against that pain. You can take the first step now. Go call QC Kinetics, get a free consultation on the calendar today. Call 303 900 8986. 303 900 8986. So happy to talk about salvation, happy to talk about the Houthis, what you may or may not have known about the Houthis. But, again, um, I pointed out that the Houthis are well-funded because they get their money from Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. The United States Treasury Department found that Iran's uh, Revolutionary Guard Corps controls a vast business empire Around the world, including in Turkey and the Caribbean, a 2023 U.N. report found that in addition to Iranian donations, Houthis enriched themselves from a vast network of businesses in Yemen and around the world. The Houthis continue to control legal and illegal sources of revenue, according to the United Nations. Also, the Houthis sell oil on the black market and then collect illegal fees from those sales on January 11th, 2024 U S Naval forces noticed a ship sailing close to Somalia bound for nearby Yemen, which wasn't carrying a national flag in violation of maritime law. So the U S sailors boarded the ship, found pieces of Iranian made ballistic and cruise missiles. And in the course of the operation, Two U.S. Navy SEALs were lost at sea. By the way, Producer Jim, did I tell you that now those two U.S. Navy SEALs are presumed dead? So the Houthis are motivated by improving their standing, not sympathy with Gaza. And so the shipping lanes, the shipping vessels... This is being used in part as a pretext. Hamas's vicious attack on Israel on October 7th, 2023, gave the Houthis a potent new recruiting tool. At Aish.com, they said that this recent buildup has been significant, so significant. Well, the Houthis have recruited a large number of fighters on the promise that they would get to fight in Palestine only to then deploy those fighters on fronts facing the Yemeni government. And oh, by the way, in Yemen, the Houthis are popular. Radicalism is popular. And so the Houthis are embraced as freedom fighters around the world. And this is causing concern from Homeland Security and then the poorest border situation in the south of us. I'm wondering how many Houthis have illegally entered the United States in the last 18 months. But the Houthis are not freedom fighters. They're not noble. They're not friends. They're not allies. As Iran extends its influence in lebanon, Syria, Yemen funding genocidal armies it 's pretty important that you uh, educate yourself on this three zero three eight seven three nineteen thirty five is my number if you want to join me on the program, and again, easy to do, you just pick up that phone, you dial the number 303-873-1935, and of course, I am so happy to change the subject. I'm so happy to take your Bible question about God, the historical Jesus, about worldviews even other world religions. Yes, we can talk about Islam, we can talk about Hinduism, we can talk about Buddhism. There's a whole laundry list of things that we could talk about. If you want to join me, it's 303 873 1935. And there it isn't all bad news, though. As a matter of fact, there's some pleasant news that's coming out of trends in global Christianity for 2024. So there's a group, it's called the Center for the Study of Global Christianity at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. They've just released an interesting report, their 2024 report, that helps us understand um, trends, that are going on globally what are those trends well the good news christianity is growing the good news some groups are growing faster than others africa and asia are experiencing rapid growth christianity is spreading globally what's interesting to me is that christianity is expanding atheism is shrinking More churches are being planted. More missionaries are being sent. Fewer people are without access to the gospel. And more money is being given to Christian causes. All of that is really good news. And, of course, the best news of all is that the gospel is still true, that Jesus is still in the business of saving sinners. And I'll talk a little bit more about these encouraging trends in global Christianity because, hey, it can't all be bad news is my number if you want to join me in the next hour. I've got open lines and happy to take your call. Producer Jim is standing by. And, um, you know, sometimes all we see or all we think about Christianity is just what we see in our own neighborhood. But if you've ever had the privilege of going even on a short-term mission trip, If you just get a tiny glimpse of what God is doing in Mexico, in Cuba, in Central and South America, in India, in Africa, in Asia, it's wonderful. And of course, uh, if you don't have the great privilege of being able to travel all over the world, if you can make it to your library, guess what? You can look back into the past at church history and see what God has done throughout the ages. And if you have access to an internet, you can see what God is doing all over the world. This is Gino Geraci. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back. Taking your calls, hopefully. Answering your questions. 303-873-1935.